are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's Thursday night, which means the NFL season opener is upon us, the Bucks and Cowboys playing this evening. But before we get there, live on the YouTube channel, Locked on Dolphins, we're going to go through the schedule, and we're going to make some prognostications uh, about what we're expecting to see in the 2021 season for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we're going to be using one of my favorite websites in the history of the internet, playoffpredictors.com. And for those of you who are joining on the YouTube stream, you can see I've already made my picks for the rest of the NFL, with the exception of every game to be played on the Miami Dolphins schedule. So this is really fun. You get to see kind of what the playoff picture looks like. You get to see how I feel the rest of the league is stacking up. Obviously, the work that I do with the draftnetwork.com allows me to stay plugged in on the entirety of the league and expectations for teams across the league, get a good feel for uh, what the team needs are, what the expectations are, teams in transition, so on and so forth. And as we work our way through this Dolphin schedule, you're going to get the opportunity to see how this lays out, particularly with Miami in the midst of a crowded AFC race. Uh, so I made the selections for every game except for Dolphins and teams with 10 plus wins in the AFC. The Chargers with 10. The Chiefs with 14. The Bills with 12. The Titans with 11. The Browns with 12. And the Ravens with 12. Now the Miami plays some of these teams, but New England's also sitting here at 9. So is Indianapolis. Dolphins play both of these teams as well. This is a crowded field. It's going to get messy, just like it did last year. We're going to go a game at a time, which is exactly what Brian Flores preaches to his players. One week at a time, we're going to do the same thing here on Locked on Dolphins throughout the course of this playoffs, playoff prognostication. Starting with week one, with the Dolphins versus the New England Patriots. And my selection here, uh, I think you, you look at everything that New England is missing on the defensive side of the ball. And I think you consider them having a rookie quarterback and Miami having more continuity with a special emphasis on starting fast. I'm going to pick the Dolphins to win this football game. I think this will be a close football game, something like that. But I will pick the Dolphins uh, to win and start the year on a positive note, for the first time in the Brian Flores era, uh, a rarity. You know, the Dolphins have traditionally started very slow. They've uh, won one game in September in two years under the watch of Brian Flores. Well, they get number two here. Um, what I'm not going to do is give the Dolphins the benefit of the doubt against the Buffalo Bills, unfortunately. Uh, they That is the one team with how badly Buffalo has dominated this matchup over the last three years or so. Miami has to show that to me, that that gap is closed. And obviously getting Will Fuller back uh, for this Week 2 contest will be a massive one, but I think Miami will keep it competitive, but they need to show me that they can make that handful of clutch plays 
against a high-level team like the Buffalo Bills. Think about when they played the Chiefs last year. They were close. They couldn't close. The Bills, they were close. They couldn't close. The Seahawks, they were close. They couldn't close. Coffee's for closers, and I don't know that the Miami Dolphins, because they have not proven it to me against the best of the best, that they're there yet. And because of that, I will not give them the benefit of the doubt against the Bills. But after that, Miami takes a trip out west. Their only West Coast trip of the year, as a matter of fact, to face the Las Vegas Raiders. Miami won this game last year. These are teams heading in opposite directions. If we're being completely honest, uh, the Raiders are not in a good place. Uh, there was reports of them shortly after the draft that there was friction within their building about the players that they picked in the draft. Uh, they just cut a third-round pick out of their 2020 class less than a year after they traded another pick from their 2020 class in the third round to the Dolphins and Limbo and Jr. So uh, the Raiders, uh, their offensive line has been downgraded. They continue to just swing the bat. Uh, trying to get the defense right. They haven't, I think the statistic courtesy of Joe Marino, my uh, colleague at, on draft dudes and Bills fan, um, the, the Raiders haven't been better than 22nd in total defense in like 18 years or something like that. Uh, and, and they're not in any better place in the here and now. So I'm giving Miami a week three win over the Raiders uh, to get to two and one to start the year. Not bad. You're, you're doubling up your uh, win total in September under Brian Flores. The next contest is a week four home against Indianapolis Colts. And there's a lot of things that can break in the favor of the Dolphins in this football game. And I was asked uh, this past week here on the show, like, what do you expect Miami's record to be through the first five games? I expect at least two wins. I said my expectation at a minimum is two and three. I'd like to think this team can get to three and two. I don't think it's outrageous to think that Miami takes care of business on the road two of the first three weeks and then comes home and, and plays Indianapolis, which Carson Wentz is just kind of getting acclimated. I don't think they really have the threats in the passing game to really intimidate Miami. And if you're going to be able to hold your own against New England in the run game, you should be able to hold your own against the Colts as well. Uh, and I don't think the Colts' defense is as imposing as what New England's is. And Carson Wentz, new weapons. There's no chemistry existing there either. And Miami's actually at home versus an indoor team that's used to playing in the Cush uh, 72 degrees or 68 or whatever they set uh, the, the thermostat there at Lucas Oil. So... I'm giving the Dolphins a win here. This is an optimistic projection for the Dolphins, but let's be honest, this is a Dolphin show. If you don't want optimist Dolphins, don't come here. It's okay. Uh, week five, Miami goes up uh, the coast to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, reigning Super Bowl champions. Depending on how the rest of this schedule plays out, if Miami does come in here 2-2 two and two, and Tampa's fat and happy at 4-0, I would not put it past the Dolphins to win this football game. But from a law of averages perspective, I gave the Dolphins the benefit of the doubt against the Patriots in week one. I gave them the benefit of the doubt against the Colts. I can't in good faith give them the benefit of the doubt against the reigning Super Bowl champions, right? So Miami is 3-1 and one coming into this game. You have to be thrilled with that regardless. It means they started fast, which is one of the big points of emphasis for this team. I'm giving them a loss to Tampa Bay, but don't be surprised if they end up winning this football game, depending on 
the desperation of their situation versus how content Tampa Bay is if they have a lot of early season success. After that, of course, we have the trip overseas to play the Jacksonville Jaguars, another rookie quarterback. I think Urban Meyer is probably bitten off a little bit more than he can chew as a head coach in the NFL. I feel good about Miami going overseas and winning this football game. Which brings us to a little bit of a trap game. Uh, obviously, there's a familiarity between the Falcons and the Dolphins and the fact that these two teams practiced against each other. They played against each other in the preseason. There was a bunch of starters that sat. But I think Arthur Smith in year one, this defense in Atlanta is so bad. It's so bad that I think Miami's going to have a lot of advantages to get the ball out of Tua Tungvaloa's hand quickly because I don't think New or I don't think Atlanta can really cover these guys. And then on the other side, Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. Yes, those are mismatches. But I don't think Matt Ryan has the ability to extend plays and win off script to the degree in which I think he would need to to, to really legitimately threaten and test the Dolphins in what should otherwise be a closely contested game that I expect the Dolphins to score a significant amount of points in. Give me Miami here. So we're starting year five and two before a Halloween trip uh, for the, the Bills on October 31st to Orchard Park to play the Bills who are coming off of their bye. We play two teams. I'm picking the Buffalo Bills here in this football game. The good news is you got a nice bounce back week nine. Yes, you got to go to Buffalo, play the Bills coming off the bye, and that stinks. But then you get the Houston Texans coming to town, and Houston get for the first half of the schedule. That Miami three through the first nine. Oh, it first. One thing I wish I was upstairs so I could show all you guys here on the YouTube stream locked on. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Built bars that I got upstairs in my Built Bar is a protein that tastes like a candy bar. It's high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar. They got 10 delicious flavors for you to choose from. So whether you're searching for something keto friendly, something post-workout, something to grab and go, you name it, Built Bar can be it. So visit BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you can save 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar. Continuing onward and upward. I have to be careful here. I have to tread carefully. Because we're entering into the portion of the schedule that I feel confident in. You know, you look beyond the Baltimore game in Week 10, which is Thursday night at home. A lot of advantage there. Baltimore lost J.K. Dobbins. They lost Justice Hill. They lost Gus Edwards today. They lost Marcus Peters today. Those injuries and the severity of them is yet to be determined, but they don't sound good. So you look beyond this game between Baltimore and Miami. You got two games against the Jets. You got a game against the Giants. You got a game against the Panthers. Miami should take care of business and at least win three out of those four, if not all four of those football games. That puts you at 10. You got New England, Tennessee, and New Orleans to close. Do I think they get swept in those three? No, absolutely not. 
Baltimore is another one of those teams where I would like to think Miami is different than what they've been in years past. I'd like to think it, but I'd also like to see it. Um, this is a, a really tough game for me to pick against Miami, this Baltimore game in Week 10, but I'm going to be very aggressive, skewed towards the Dolphins the rest of the way. I feel, really like how the back seven games on this schedule breaks for Miami. So just so that I know I'm going to take the final record to a spot where I feel comfortable with, I will pick Baltimore on the road coming to Miami and stealing a win there. But I'm giving the Dolphins a win the following weekend against the Jets. And I'm giving them a win the week after that at home against Carolina. Rookie quarterback in one, Sam Darnold in another. Turnover-prone quarterback in another one. And the Dolphins are one of the few teams in the league that can look at the weaponry that Carolina presents and say, yeah, we can match talent there defensively. And then you look at what Carolina's got on the offensive line and you say, yeah, I feel like we've got a, a pretty good talent advantage to challenge the Panthers with their offensive line. Cameron Irving's scheduled to start at left tackle for the Carolina Panthers this year. Taylor Moton's a stud at right tackle. But the rest of what the Panthers have, it's not good. I think they're a more extreme version offensively with the collection of talent that's really impressive at the skill group. But their quarterback is lesser, in my opinion, than Tua Tungavala. And I don't think it's particularly close. And then you also have an offensive line that, in my opinion, is worth like themselves. Uh, the next game is a home game against the New York Giants. I think the difference here, because the Giants, they have a pretty imposing front seven. They've got some nice pieces in the passing game. This is the real reason why I'm going to shade this game to the Dolphins. Coaching. I think Joe Judge coaches a style of football that is very abrasive to professional athletes. And you better have success. Uh, and late in the season, these players might get to a point where they say, man, you know what? Like, this guy stinks. Like, we're, we're over this. And then you factor in, I think the Giants, for as good as their defensive front is, their offensive line is pretty underwhelming. And I think that's an advantage that the Dolphins can work their way as well. Miami finally gets their bye in week 14. At this point, they're 9-4 and four coming out of the bye. Like where you're at as a team from a record projection. You can go ahead and put me down for a win against the Jets to go to 10-4. and four. I just don't think that the Jets are a year away, in my opinion, from truly being a competitive football team, especially in this division. The following week, you've got a primetime game against the Saints. Here's the, here's the tough part. Obviously, Miami's in the midst of a playoff race at this point in time. Miami traditionally has not done time games. I understand here. I understand this is different. But I also can, in good faith, pick the Dolphins to rip off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight wins in a row to close the season. They're going to have to lose somewhere here. I mean, if they win eight in a row, like we're throwing a parade because we're, we're getting ready for a Super Bowl run if, if they piece it together to that degree. So give me the New Orleans game as a loss for Miami. 
two games left. Dolphins are 10 and 5. But before we get there, got to tell you guys about our friends over at Bet Online. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now returning to football. Teams are back on the gridiron. Football season starts on Thursday night. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for pro and college action. Get all the updated odds and props, including the NFL's half million dollar mega contest and the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Two games left to go. Dolphins sitting at 10 and 5, a road game in Tennessee, and then a home game against the New England Patriots. This is not an easy projection window, but if you do the math, you can cheat and look down here. I picked the Chargers to win 10 games. They're currently the seven seed at 10 and 7. The New England Patriots. Nine and seven through the 16 games I have selected for them. So, for all of the stress to pick these last couple of games, Miami just can't lose out. I like those odds. Tennessee's going to be a tough matchup. Obviously, there is the Ryan Tannehill revenge game factor, there's the challenges of stopping Derrick Henry. So, I'm going to give Miami this win, though, against Tennessee. I think that they're going to be playing good football at this point in time. I think Elaine and Roberts, Jerome Baker, the defensive front, can you force Ryan Tannehill into a handful of mistakes if you heat him up and put him under duress? Possibly. I like Miami's odds in that football game. Now, here's... Here's the ultimate challenge, right? It's now week 18. I have the team at 11 wins, which is right about where I thought they would be. Does Miami have anything to play for is my my big question. If you get an opportunity, because you're not going to win the AFC East, the Bills are currently the two seed at 14 and three. You had a late buy, so perhaps you want to take advantage of that and keep playing and roll momentum through. But if they sit starters, they're the exact same seed as what they were if they won the game. Whether they finish 12 and 5 or 11 and 6 in this current projection, they're going to be the number six seed in the playoffs. Is that an easy out? Maybe. Do I feel more comfortable projecting 11 wins for the Dolphins than 12? Yes. So I'm going to do that. Knowing full well, they could easily win this game week 18. Just as they could easily drop this Indianapolis game, they could drop this Giants game potentially, they could drop the Titans game. So there's areas in which I did give the Dolphins the benefit of the doubt, but this is an optimistic projection. But at the same time, I'm not giving them that week 18 game just for the sake of giving them the week 18 game, especially with the way the playoff formatting fell they really don't have a reason to play the game. They're locked into the seating that they're in. Which means the Dolphins are going to finish this season in my projection at 11-6, second in the AFC East, 
three games behind the Buffalo Bills, one game ahead of the New England Patriots. I have them splitting the season series with the New England Patriots. I have them getting swept by the Buffalo Bills, sweeping the New England Patriots, being the sixth seed, which means they have a reunion with the Baltimore Ravens in the wild card round of the playoffs in this projection. It's a doomsday scenario to play the freaking Ravens again. But if we're playing playoff games, I'm happy at the end of the year. Then my expectations, if we make the playoffs, I'm going to expect you to win a playoff game. So, hope you guys enjoyed this walk through my personal projection of the Miami Dolphins in their 2021 season. 11-6 and six on deck, playoff berth coming. Third consecutive year of getting better. And we're going to save the playoff forecast for when the Dolphins actually make the playoffs at the end of the year. So make sure you keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. It's great to hear from each and every one of you. Power to the pot also coming tomorrow. Uh, obviously, we're, we're doing the live stream tonight ahead of Thursday Night Football uh, for the schedule prediction. This is going to go up on the podcast feed. Uh, but we're also going to do Power to the Pod tomorrow, and that'll be another show. So you're getting six episodes this week ahead of the game on Saturday. Also had a fantastic interview with Joe Rose today. Uh, he was phenomenal previewing New England and, and Miami, looking at the Dolphins rookie class of 2020. You're going to want to make sure you don't miss it. So keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. I'm Kyle Krabs. Thanks, as always, for watching and or listening. Fins up.